0: Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Yes, That Really Did Happen. This time we're going to talk about multiple things that really did happen. While my previous few episodes have been about baseball and baseball promotions that went horribly, terribly wrong, while researching those, I found all these other great sports promotions that went Horribly, terribly wrong. And uh, none of them were in-depth enough for an entire episode. So I thought I'd cover a few of them here this evening. And we will see uh, just how wacky and crazy and unintended consequences happen with... Some of these sports promotions. I'm going to start off with minor league baseball. Minor league baseball is famous for having wacky promotions, you know, crazy stuff happening. A monkey riding an Australian shepherd. I saw that at a minor league game once. Yeah, it it, it happened. I that was just crazy. So. Minor League Baseball does crazy things. Well, in 2006, a team called the West Michigan Whitecaps, Detroit Tigers-affiliated minor league team, decided to hold a cash-dash money drop after their game. Basically, a helicopter flew over the field, dropped about $1,000 in cash, mostly in ones, and a bunch of kids are set up And let loose and told to grab as much money as they can. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? This is not something that even sounds remotely safe. But they did it. Um, The kids went crazy. They're trying to collect as much money as possible. A seven-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl were each sent to the hospital because they were trampled by the other kids. And just absolutely crazy and insane. And what were they thinking? I mean, what were they thinking? Did they think because it was kids, it wasn't going to get out of control? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Bad idea. Bad idea. All right. Next up. This happened in 1995. Uh, Georgia Tech versus Maryland. This was a Thursday night game. Um, in recent times, Thursday night college football is standard. We even have Thursday night NFL games. But in 1995, this was the exception, not the norm. Georgia Tech was coming off a 1-10 season. They were playing the 17th ranked Maryland. Georgia Tech was just plain bad. Georgia Tech has never been real great with football, but they were off a fairly recent national championship in 1995, and like I said, they had just gone one and ten the season before. So they're playing this Thursday night game in Atlanta. At the time, ESPN loved to play Georgia Tech games in Atlanta because. When things were bored, they could just show the skyline. It really is a nice view of the city from the Georgia Tech Stadium. So, and again, in 1995 also, we were one year away from the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. So Atlanta was on the minds of many, many places. And many, many people, I should say. So that's all fine and good. Well, somebody had the bright idea to make this particular game stadium seat cushion night. Just about every fan who walked into that game walked in and got a free gold seat cushion. Then the unthinkable happened. Georgia Tech started to run away with the game. They were beating Maryland bad. They beat them really bad. Final score was 31-3. to 3. Nobody saw this coming. The fans were rather exuberant, and after the first couple Georgia Tech touchdowns, there was a delay between <laughs> each touchdown, as the field had to be cleared of hundreds of seat cushions. They probably handed out about ten to 15,000 seat cushions, and I would say they got most of them back on the field during that game. They made great Frisbees, and you had a bunch of college students at the Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech was so unpopular at the time that most of the fans were college students because, again, they're coming off a one in ten season. And it was just nothing but seat cushions on the field. I did actually watch this game live. Yes, I'm old. And I do remember as that game wrapped up, it went right to Sports Center. And the first thing you saw on Sports Center was somebody carrying off a whole armload of seat cushions off the field. And the line from the sports center was, have a seat, right? So, again, not the greatest idea. A lot of these bad ideas do end up with projectiles going onto the field, all right? Uh, Obviously, you give somebody something to throw, and they're going to throw it. The next one really isn't a single sport, It has to do with promotions of a different kind. McDonald's. McDonald's has long sponsored the U.S. Olympic team. They've always been proud of that sponsorship. And they saw the 1984 Olympic Games as an excellent time to promote the Olympic Games and promote Big Macs and everything else. They gave you a scratch off. And the scratch-off was if the United States won a medal, gold medal, silver medal, what have you, you would get a free soft drink or a free hamburger or a free fries, free milkshake, if the milkshake machine actually worked, which we all know they rarely do. But here's the thing. This was the 1984 Olympics. In 1980, the U.S. boycotted the Moscow Olympics. 1984 was held in Los Angeles and the entire Eastern Bloc, Soviet Union, boycotted the Los Angeles Olympics, which meant the United States won a bunch of medals. In fact, it was so bad that you got a card when you bought certain things, even if you were collecting it off of a card and you get that card and then you would get another free hamburger. It was... Just ridiculous the amount of free food that McDonald's gave away that year. Of course, McDonald's being McDonald's, they've certainly recovered and probably just ran another Monopoly game to make up for it. So, then we've got, and this one's just kind of crazy as well, Uh, this is another Olympics one. Um, A lot of these are sponsored by... uh, You know, fans or companies sponsor Olympic athletes. You know, they sponsor the Olympics. They give money to the Olympic teams. And they do it to promote their products. Well, Reebok was trying to promote their products in 1992. This was the Barcelona Olympics. And there were these two track and field guys for the Americans named Dan and Dave. Uh... Dan O'Brien and Dave Johnson. These were the top, top Olympic picks for athletes for track and field. And looking to gather back some of that market share that they'd been losing from Nike ever since the Michael Jordans, Air Jordans came out, they decided that they were going to run print and broadcast and I was living in Atlanta at the time they even painted the side of the building with who are you cheering for Dan or Dave you know like there was this big rivalry and then Dan didn't qualify for the Olympic team and Dave did go and won a bronze a single bronze instead of the big sweep Let's just say it was a promotion that died very quickly. They tried to salvage it after Dan didn't qualify for the Olympic team at all. They made some joke ads about him coaching Dave. I, It didn't work. It didn't work. Then we've got another one. There's a restaurant out there called Hooters, if you know what Hooters is. Great. If you don't know what Hooters is, research it. I'm not going to go into the type of restaurant Hooters is. But let's just say they are known for their beers and wings and other things. So they thought it was a natural to sponsor and have as their promoter. John Daly, professional golfer who often walked out to the practice range smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. All right, so this is the type of guy they signed up to be their spokesman, I guess is the best way. So part of his promotional deal with Hooters was he got to eat and drink free at every Hooters in the country. You can see where this is going. All right, this, this guy... Has a lust for life. We'll just go with that. So, one Saturday night, he rolls up to Hooters. And he is there so long that he gets rip-roaring drunk. And the police are called to take him into custody. Being described by the police as extremely intoxicated and uncooperative. This is not what you want your spokesperson to uh, advertise your business as. Uh, but then again, it's John Daly, it's Hooters, and everybody just said, yeah, okay, that's what happened. Uh, yeah, that, I, you know, you got to really think about that. The next one to talk about is another baseball one, and this is not Major League or this is Major League Baseball, not Minor League. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They were playing in 1995. They were playing the St. Louis Cardinals. And then they had a promotional night. You know, you walk into the uh, baseball game, they're giving things away, bobbleheads, you know, posters, you know, little mini bats or something like that. Well, this was baseball night where they handed out a baseball to everybody who walked in. So, (sighs) again, when you throw things onto the field... or you gives away something that people are going to throw onto the field, I should say, they're going to throw things onto the field. So, as the uh, Dodgers are losing 2-1 to one in the bottom of the ninth, there was a questionable call made, we'll just call it that, And Tommy Lasorda, who was well-known for getting up and getting in umpire's faces, goes out, argues with the umpire, and gets ejected from the game. The fans reacted by launching all of their baseballs onto the field. Uh, More than 200 fans threw these baseballs onto the field, and they get them all cleaned up, they try to resume the game, and 200 more get thrown onto the field. And at that point, the ump just called the game, said, sorry, you forfeit, you lose. Because they couldn't play the game because every time they try, more baseballs would get thrown onto the field. Again, why are you giving away things that could get thrown onto the field? This is not exactly the (laughs) smartest thing in the world. Yes, let's do that. Let's throw it in there. Now, um, you know, there were some other questionable ones. Uh, This one is really... uh, This one happened. I can't believe it. Uh, But this one really... This just tells you how far down the toilet the game went. We had West Virginia Power, minor league baseball team, have a night. A salute to indoor plumbing. (laughs) Oh, they had a toilet seat toss and they, uh, yeah, no, no, that just uh, men got a discount for going in if they wore jeans and had the crack of their butts showing. Yeah, th- no. <laughs> just not a, not a good idea. Not not a good idea. I just mm-mm. um And then there was another minor league baseball 2003 Hagerstown Suns. They had pre-planned funeral night where one lucky fan won a pre-planned funeral package worth $6,500. The fan one, uh, the works. Casket, embalming, use of the funeral home, and a death certificate. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's a... That's something you just... You just want to win that, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that would... Uh, yeah. And finally, let's just wrap it up with one from the Minnesota Twins. This is another one that falls into the don't give away anything that can be thrown onto the field. This was a while ago. You know, back in the day, we had these funny things called road maps, which you could unfold and never fold back up. And uh, that's how you figured out where they were before you had a GPS in your car bitching at you that you're going in the wrong spot. So... They gave away these maps. Now, they're maps of Minnesota at a Minnesota Twins game. Now, I know some people really like to vacation in Minnesota, but most people who vacation in Minnesota don't go there to watch the Twins. So let's just say I would bet most of the fans knew their way around Minnesota. Now, maps, for those of you who don't know, were made from very, very sturdy paper because they were meant to be in your car... Folded and unfolded multiple, multiple times. Very stiff, strong paper. That also is the ideal substance for paper airplanes. Yes, the paper airplane. So, the fans in the upper deck started making these elaborate paper airplanes and send them spiraling down to the field. And, uh... Yeah, it was uh, quite the spectacle thanks to Paper Map Night. And I think that's where I'll wrap up tonight. Remember, for those of you budding promoters of professional sports, don't give away anything that can be easily thrown onto the field. Use your brain. (laughs) All right, and uh, I want to thank you all for listening. And tune in next week where I'll find something even crazier to talk about. Have a great evening.